let me ask you this for for for, for common people that might be um you know struggling mm-hmm. just to just to have enough money to pay bills right um what would be your suggestion to kind of ha- what's a good start away for them to actually start investing um like what's your opinion because i know like you know what i'm saying a lot of time people might that might be a hurdle for them mm-hmm. to be like well I don't really have enough discretionary income to, to put money into the stock market. Mm-hmm. What's, your, what's, your, what's your thoughts for them? So let me make sure I understand what you're saying, right? Like you're saying they don't have enough money to invest or how should they start? Uh, I just want to make sure I can answer it correct. Well, no, like as far as like if, they, if they're struggling to invest, like what's some, mm-hmm. like what would be like, because for me, I'm looking at like even like a, a HSA, right? Mm-hmm. Where people a lot of times might not be familiar with that. Like that's a way to actually start investing via your health insurance. Mm-hmm. It's like a backdoor investment way. People don't know what H- a HSA is. It's a health savings account. Yeah, break that down, bro. Yeah. So so like the health savings account is so like you have like a high deductible health plan, right? Mm. Which is like very popular. Where you know, like I have a high deductible health plan. And it's like usually when you don't go to the doctor a lot, mm-hmm. um, your, your premium, like why would you pay for the regular health plan like a HMO or a PPO when you can get a, a high deductible health plan? Mm. But the thing with the high deductible health plan is that it's a higher deductible. Okay. Right? So it's like, let's say you got the PPO, the premium might be like, let's say $400 a month. Mm. But with the high deductible plan, it's $200 a month. Okay. But your deductible is a lot higher. Your deductible might be two times higher mm. than the PPO. So if you if you go too many times, you get caught out there. Right. And you got to pay more money out of pocket. So it's a calculated risk. But a lot of young, the reason why I'm mentioning is that a lot of young people and a lot of people where every dollar is count, they might, either they don't go to the doctor that much or they're just making financial decisions where it's like, you know what, I really can't afford the PPO, so I'm mm. going to do the high deductible or whatever. So one of, the, one okay. of the good things with the high deductible plan is that it allows you with the um, health savings account. So with the health savings account, it's pretty much like a savings that you're putting money into to pay for that deductible mm. or any out-of-pocket expenses that you may have, right? But the good thing is that the money comes out of your paycheck before you actually get paid. Like It's like the 401k. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So it actually lowers your taxable income because it's the thing with the 401k is that when you put money into a 401k, it's what's called pre-tax dollars. You know that. Mm-hmm. So it's like if you're making 100000 and you put 10000 in, now you're taxed on 90000 because it lowers mm-hmm. your taxable income by $10,000. So now with the HSA, like the most you can put in is 3500 3550 for a single person and 7100 for a family. Like let's say you put $3,000 into the HSA. So now that you're making you know $60,000. So now it lowers your taxable income. Mm. So you're not paying any taxes on it, right? But the cool thing about it is that it can actually be invested, like how a 401k is. Mm. So you can put it in like different type of like investments, stock market investments, mutual funds, stuff like that. And now the money grows. So now let's say you put like $3,000 in for one year, right? But you got to go to the eye doctor and you got to get glasses or whatever, any type of medical expense. Instead of not having money to pay for it, you've been saving and you just use Mm. your your HSA and they give you like a debit card and all that. But- if you don't go to the doctor, because it's a calculated risk, right? right? That's the whole point of having a high deductible plan. You're not going to the doctor. So if you don't go to the doctor, what happens is that that money rolls over into the next year. Mm. So now next year you start with 3000 right? So what happens is that the money grows and it's kind of similar to an IRA because at the age 65, you can actually take that money out without paying a penalty. Mm. If you take it out before, you, you get a penalty. Okay. But now at 65, you can take the money out. You just pay state and federal tax. You don't pay a 10% penalty or 20% penalty for taking the money out early. So that's kind of like a backdoor way, like for me, right. in my opinion, yeah. where it's like, I, I got to save money for my health insurance. Mm-hmm. So if my budget was, let's say $400 a month, right? Mm-hmm. 
I'd rather do the high deductible plan, put 200 towards the premium, yeah. 200 towards the HSA. If I got to use it for the, for the I'm going to use it anyway. Yeah, right. But if not, now that's going to be like an investment. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, a couple thousand dollars over the course of time adds up. You might have yeah, yeah. $200,000 in 30 years. I'm from the world where it was like, yo, if you didn't use your benefits this year, yeah. it don't roll yo, over to next year. It's yeah. like, yo, you better use it by the 11th of November Fact. or well, it's gone. Well, the thing about it is there's so many different things as far as like, even with the 401k, people don't know that you got a raw 401k option. You mm -hmm. might have that. Like, And it's like, you don't even know a lot of times what's offered at your job. Mm -hmm. right? And this is why education is so important. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, Little stuff like that might change the direction of your future. One thousand, one thousand percent, bro. Like, like you know what I'm saying, you, you, yeah. get, you get that email like in this world. In, in this world, yeah, you're not familiar with this. Nah, it's nah. been a while, right? So in this world, like they give you an email like, "Yo, this financial advisor is coming on December fifteenth. If you want to schedule an appointment, and it'll be some like dude with, with bald headed <laughs> with glasses, and he talking to you, and you're like, "Yo, what is he talking about?" You right. know what I'm saying? But like this type of information, it's like, "Yo, yeah. but people just knew it." Yeah, man. But but so yeah, so like for you, like. I, I want you to really hammer the home. Like even you could save even a hundred dollars a month, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? Like I got even you. fifty dollars a month. I got you. Yeah. So let me say this first, man. I say this on Trapping Tuesday all the time, and I don't know if people <laughs> be thinking I be dead serious, yo. Listen, I'm not a fiduciary <laughs> or a financial advisor. Know that everything I say is for entertainment purposes only. Well, you can take them. If you can't mitigate the risk, you must seek out financial advisory. I'm not one, but I know one by the name of Rashad, <laughs> part of the Earn Your Leisure podcast. He can take you to glory. Where you taking him? I can just take you to the trap. That's, That's it. Listen, this dude is so smart, man. <laughs> they sleep on... I say that every Tuesday, man, and people be laughing, but this dude is brilliant, man. <laughs> you right, he just broke that down. I'm, he had me like, damn, I just got Blue Cross Blue Shield. <laughs> Should've did this. <laughs> I just, I'm happy I got... I should've called this guy at first, you did. This one you think um, you know. This one you think you know, <laughs> He come with a, I got an idea. You know what I'm saying? But um, that's, that's, that's real talk, man. So um, one of the things I like to do is tell people to save, try to save 10%, whatever they make, mm. right? Whatever you make. If you get $100 a week, save 10%. If you get $100 every two weeks, save 10%. And so the easiest way to get in the market, because we understand that the stock market does for you way more than putting your money in a bank to do for you, mm. right? We already understand. We all have beat that drum forever, Right. And so one of the things you can do is get into index funds or ETFs. Mm. Right. And the reason being is because so let's say you're not you're not you're not comfortable enough to say, let me buy a Tesla. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't have enough to buy a Tesla right now. Uh, I, I ain't my risk tolerance uh, is not there yet to see beyond meat go down five, 10 percent and still be there. Right. And most people don't even understand, you know, and it's not because they don't know it because these haven't been exposed to it yet. They don't know that. If the stock you bought it at thirty dollars and it goes down to twenty eight, most people name mine. I lost some money. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And that's right. not the case. Yeah. So, one of the best things I would say for people to do is buy index funds like ETFs when you first got in the game. ETFs for me, ETFs better than index funds. You know what I'm saying. And it's simply because now you can get exposure to a specific industry. Right, and I know in episode forty-four, the classic. Right? <laughs> we broke something down, but in the re-up, we gonna reiterate it. Right, <laughs> so it's it's an ETF is simple. Where let's say I wanted to buy some marijuana stocks, right? But I know that's kind of a a volatile industry. It's full of young bucks. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's full of young bucks. So what happens is you can buy the marijuana ETF, and now depending on which one you buy, whether it's YOLO, whether it's MJ, you know what I'm saying? Now you have 15, 20 marijuana stocks at one time. Right. And now if one or two of them down or three of them down, 
the whole industry, that whole ETF might go down 50 cent, right? Whereas if you in that one stock that went down any given morning, you wake up and you down $8. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, and also with indexed funds and ETFs, I'm not a fan of dollar cost averaging because that allows me to buy stocks overpriced over time. But with index funds and ETFs that are $50, $60, you can buy into those every time. And dollar cost averaging for anyway is when you put money in every single month or every single, yeah, it's a period yeah, of time, yeah. every week or whatever. Yeah. The you appreciate it. Like, so you buy an Apple, you will buy, no matter what the price is. Every first of the month. Yeah. You buy an Apple, every, no matter what the price is, you buying it there just to stay in, right? And so for me, I'm not a dollar cost averaging person. I'm an averaging down type of person, right? And averaging down is saying, I found it, I bought it at $15. I don't care if it run all the way up. Right now, what I do is I'm a, every half a year or every two quarters, I reevaluate every stock I'm invested in, right? To understand what a value is at. So now if the stock price dips, I'm not buying it, but it dips at a below value price, I can buy it, right? So example, I bought Amazon in 2018 at $1,900. I bought it in October. November, December 18, the market went into a correction. Mm-hmm. It, you know what I'm saying? And it went from 19 to 17, 1900 to 1700. I bought it at 1700. Now, what that does is that brings my $1,900 buying price down to about 1825. Mm-hmm. Yep. Right? So now I don't got to wait to get to 19 to see profit. Mm-hmm. I can start seeing profit again at 1875. Right? And so then it went from 18 to 16. I bought two more shares at 16. So now instead of me seeing profit at 1875, I can probably see profit now at like 1780 or something like that, right? And then it went down from 17 to I mean from 17 to 15, I missed it and I got it again at 13. So now instead of me seeing profit at 19, I now got profits at 1600. When I bought it at 1343, it brought my cost basis all the way down to like 1675. You feel what I'm saying? So I'm with buying that discount over a period of time. I'm okay with that. And I told um, Smalls that I was like, yo, I don't like green markets. I like blood. (laughs) I like blood. You know what I'm saying? Because that means I can get stuff at a discount. But back to what we were saying. So with individual stocks, I'm a dollar cost average. But with index funds and ETFs, it's a great way for you to um, get in with a lower amount every time. Because there's no, there's not the same requirement that you it's have not to put the same in requirements. My graduates from my school, being Forbes, backdrop, backdrop, <laughs> <laughs> mic drop, backdrop, backdrop. <laughs>